What's going on, everybody? This is Jerome Moore, host and creator of Deep Disc Conversations. And firstly, I want to say thank you for all love and support, and thank you for exploring the perspectives of social change with me on this platform. I want to encourage you all to like, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube and on your favorite podcast listening platform, and make sure you give us a five-star rating if you're loving the Deep Disc Conversations. I appreciate all of the support again. I hope you all enjoy this episode. This is Deep Dish, right? Yeah, well, let's get deep. So, so I'm, I'm going deep on both sides. Quiz Cantrell, man. Welcome to the platform. How you doing? Man, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Bro. Man, I've I'm been e- looking forward to this. Hey, bro. man, look, dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you're here. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get into all your deep, dark secrets. <laughs> And I've been in the shadows working, so I got them. Trust me. Yeah, man. Hey, nah, man. Uh, one, you know, we love to give people their flowers, mm-hmm. man. So I'm gonna give you yours now, man. Mm-hmm. Just I appreciate you know what you represent for the city, mm-hmm. for the music culture, your music, um, the the artwork of of just what you do, mm-hmm. um, the topics that you cover yeah. and how they cover. And I, 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 man, I appreciate the opportunity to have been a part of some some of the things you got coming out mm-hmm. with your last project. Yeah. That you did. Can't wait for people to see that. Check that out. Yeah. But uh man, uh, how's life been, man? Uh up and down, bro. It's been a roller coaster, you know, a, a real EQ, highs and lows. But uh <laughs> man, it, it, you know it's been it's really just giving me an opportunity to uh just grow, man. You know what I'm saying? Grow, go through some hardships, come out on top, you know what I mean? So right. I can't complain at all, man. Man, for people who don't really know much about you or just being kind of introduced to you, mm-hmm. like in this type of way, for like sure. Um, and give people uh, a little bit of info uh, about where you grew up in Nashville mm-hmm. and what was that like? So I grew up out east. I use I say out east. You know, if you ask three or four different neighborhoods where I'm from, they'll say I'm from there. You know, or right. I've spent time there. So you know, my family originally, my mom and dad met in the projects. You know, South Eight, James Casey. So I grew up over there for the earlier part, Panorama and Inglewood. Um, well, and then. Uh, Right off Lishy, you know, I lived on Edwin right off Lishy, so I got the full experience of, you know, all the neighborhoods of out east, you right, know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like that's why I'm well-rounded, well-versed, um, but also well-known, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I got to, just by moving around it for different reasons, sports or whatever the case may have been, I got to meet a lot of people, you yeah, know, my yeah. network is just, it went crazy from that, you know? Man, how was it going out east back in those, you know? 90s 2000s mm-hmm. man i would say the 90s it was more like family you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. or from what i know because i was so young i wasn't right. i didn't really delve into what was going on outside for real you know what i'm saying right. the 2000s was a little different because it was our teen years and right. you know the city was running wild you know what i'm saying it was running wild so i mean it was it was a lot of um what was it 06 07 up to you know 2010 it was crazy, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot going on. I lost a lot of friends, lost a lot of people. Um, but um, you know, it I, a lot of those situations really brought a lot of people together, you right. know, and it made us stronger, even though it's that's trauma bonding. You know what I'm saying? It may be right. a trauma bond, but still, you know, we got something to hold on to together. Man, growing up, you know what I'm saying, in the projects, mm-hmm. you know, um a lot come with that. You know what I'm saying? You see a lot. Yeah, man. How do you think that? Uh, how do you think that just affected you in your adolescent years and just growing up and what you've seen, what you heard, mm. things that you might have done and didn't do? I think it normalized a lot that ain't normal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think um, when I talk to people about my life, to me it's normal. Right. But when I see that reaction, I've talked to just telling somebody about my life, 
And like some, give us an example. What would you say? Some something that a blow, like probably not for us, but like somebody that might not, uh, you know what I'm saying? They grew up on the other side. Yeah. Um. What came to mind? Because is is that one super personal? But I guess I would just say, um, just the, man, I've been shot at. You know, I've been around shootings. I've been around. All the deals. I done seen every drug there is. I done seen the, the wall stacked full of money. You right. know, and this is, I'm talking about before I'm 10. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think it really, it, like I said, it just normalized shit. And it, it kind of, so when I see people and I tell them my story, you know, I was telling right. one of my, about, really just, it was about a string of things, how my father went to prison. Right. You know, and then came home. And then him and my brother, older brother, went to prison in my freshman year of college, right. both of them, you know what I'm saying? And my right. younger brother, he's a football star in the city, well-known, but he's also, you know, known game banger. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's really ripping and running the street. So, and then telling people all of these dynamics, it's so much, so many, I feel like to tell my story, I, I don't even know if I'd be able to, because there's so much to right. it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Just because of my connections to other people that I, you know, I'm an empath, so I feel right. what they feel. Plus, you know, their hardships are my hardships, because right. they go through something I'm kind of, Right. Picking it up, you know what I mean? Man, growing up in that dynamic, mm. right, um, did you ever feel pressure or did you ever feel like you wanted to go a, a particular route? I feel like I was saying? supposed to. Yeah. In the beginning, I feel like, you know, it's like, I feel like the the Sam Wal the Waltons, the own Walmart, they don't grow up thinking about working at Target. Right. You know what I'm saying? They 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 grow up thinking about the family business, what they see everybody do. Mm -hmm. And I can literally say that I didn't have anybody push that on me. Uh, my parents, not my dad, uncles, cousins, everybody told me that I, you know, you don't have to do that. You don't have to feel pressure or the pull, but you feel the pull. It's kind of like gravity because you're around it. Mm -hmm. You're known for that. So you see you out, you're going to run into your your, your, pop, your father's people, your brother's people, mm -hmm. and you mingle in there, you feel me, and you feel that obligation to, to do that. Mm -hmm. So my whole life, I, I really felt that pull to just be a part of, you know what I'm saying, um, the streets, you know what I mean, and everything that come with it. And I had to like consciously, probably around 13 years old, 13, 14, make the decision to say that I got to do something to change my family. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I really want to get my pops out the, out the streets. So that when he come home from prison, I'm 13 he in prison. When he come home from prison, he ain't got to do this, you know. Mm -hmm. um, my big brother, even when he went to prison. And, and so this is from 13 to me now, 32. Mm. And, and and that dream shattered probably around 28, 20. Well, my dad passed when I was 23. Younger brother passed when I was 28. You know what I mean? So that was a, uh, yeah, that shit was tough. That shit was tough. Damn, man. Mm. That's crazy at that age, you know, you had to, like, just the cognitive maturity to mm. say, man, it's like, this ain't, something ain't, something got to change. Yeah. And they got to start with me. And I think they told me that, though. Mm. You know, subconsciously, they told me I was different. My right. parents, everybody around me, my siblings, everybody, whether they said it as you different, you unique, you weird, whatever the wording was, right. it was something that set me apart of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? But... I, I was raised in the same household, so I got right. the same temper. You know what I'm saying? I saw right. the same things my brother saw. We got the same trauma, same pain. Right. But one of us, you know, one of us took it to the streets. I mean, to, to the streets and then to prison. One of us took it to the streets and then to the, to the uh, grave. Right. And then, you know, I went from, not necessarily, we all ripped and ran the streets. You right. know what I mean? But it was more so of, um, I just knew I was going to go to college. Right. You know, one of my cousins got a story that she said I was like 10 years old and she just woke up in the middle of the night two in the morning and she like 
what are you doing up? And I, she said, I asked her, how many college do you need? How many uh, credits do you need to graduate college? And I was like 10, 11 years old. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And, she, and she said she was just like, that day I, I knew, I just knew it was something. I don't right. know what it was, but like, because no, I never had heard. I might have been younger than that. You know what I'm saying? But right. she, her letting me know that. I didn't, I didn't remember. But I was like, damn, there's always been something there that was seeking other um, avenues. Right. You know what I mean? Man, that's wild, man. Yeah. So pivoting to like, to music, mm. right? You have all these like crazy dynamics, right? Yeah. So when did you start realizing like you can put a lot of this this trauma, mm-hmm. this dynamic experience, lived experience, mm-hmm. uh, this joy too, right? Yeah. Um, this knowledge and this things you're picking up. When did you mm-hmm. realize that, like the art form of like rap, yeah, is something that you could start like kind of release for sure. Yeah, release yeah. release a lot of stuff that you had in in that art form. Uh, I would say probably around nine or ten years old. You know, um, when I was younger, I had a cousin who he was just the cool. You know, he was cool. Mm-hmm. He was when he drew everything. He right. could he could draw any shoe, any artist. He had every Martin episode tape. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was a cousin that introduced us to to culture. So, you know, we would go around him. He's that's the first time I ever heard myself play on playback. Where just rapping through the karaoke machine, right. he recorded. I'm like, wow, that's me. <laughs> that's what I sound like. That town terrible. You right. know what I'm saying? But and I think so around. From that point and through school, I would always rap. Right. Beating on the table. I was, you know what I'm saying? We was, I was a part of that group all the way through school, you feel me? And um, I was a part of that group all the way through school. Damn, I went blank. What was we talking about? Um, I knew I was what kind of, no, like what kind of led you to, you know what I'm saying, the start music? music. Yeah. yeah. So around 13, what? Seventh, eighth grade, uh, I ended up going over to one of my homies' house, Stanley. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Stanley, Young Blue. Blue, oh, you yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, the fam, oh. That's the fam out in California. I'd have been out there to record with him, mm-hmm. you know, but the first time I ever recorded was in his bedroom, you know, and I, I asked my mama, could I go over his house for the weekend? My mama was skeptical because she don't know people, right. she don't trust people, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we went over there, we made like three songs that weekend, you know right. what I mean? And I was right. just kind of hooked from there, bro. It was like, like and I wrote even in those songs. I think one one of the songs was actually about my dad being in prison. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think I wrote I wrote to through the wire and I used um, song cry hook and I just switched the words up to make it more specific for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I was yeah. 13 writing about pretty much what I'm writing now. You know what I'm saying? And so it was a period you went to went to Austin P. Mm-hmm. You know, computer science. Yeah, computer science major, double and, major. Double major. Mm-hmm. And, like, you started, you know, doing, you know, web development, website and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. During that time, was you still kind of focused on music or was you kind of, was you one foot in, one foot out? I was no feet in. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, so 13 started. I would say around 15, 16, I just got hooked on football. You know what I'm saying? I was a high, I came in, uh, went to Hunters Lane. Started, made all state, all city, Hume Award winner in the city, which is a, a big thing right. in Nashville, you know what I'm saying? And all of those things. So my focus wasn't really on right. that, but I was I always wrote. I done always been a writer, you know what I'm saying? I right. used to have rap books of other rappers' raps, you know what I mean? I would right. sit down and write a Tupac song word for word, right. you know what I mean? Kanye West, Jay Z, I would do that. So I always had that, but it was more so me, like even coming out of school and getting into web development. 
I done it for artists. You know what I'm saying? I done it for Petty. I done it for Stan. I do it for AC. I done it for AC Noel. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I really, I've been able to work with some of these people. So my network in that industry grew. So it, it kind of showed itself to me that like, damn, this is possible. I could, I could really do something with this if right. I want. Right. And once I got, once I sat down, started writing, it kind of just can't just flowed. It's like, like. Everything like a damn. It's like everything that I have been wanting. I because I wasn't, you know, I would write raps here and there, but it wasn't about how I was feeling. It was about right. damn, that's a hard bar. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was the it was the punchline, New York punchline right. rap. But once I got more into like writing, up just re regardless of what the bar is, what am I saying? You know what I'm saying? And once I got into that, and I wrote my first song, which was Max Contracts, and that I was like, okay, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Next song I wrote, uh nine you know what i mean and right. then from there it was just a snowball effect that kept going going i was hooked after that you know what i'm saying because i was like i was enjoying it you feel me i'm a fan of music so i was like man if i if i enjoy this i feel like other people can too yeah you know yeah. so that made me take plus i felt the i felt the pull to do it like okay you know i know a lot of people say this but i feel like this is what god called me to do right you know what i'm saying for so many reasons um and it just made sense and it showed itself to me the vision showed itself to me and it was my job to put it in the words and show it to the world. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And so you so you you went all the way in what 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 year is this? 2018. 2018. End of 2018. So you might as well say 2019. 2019, uh -huh. right? 2019. So during that time, mm -hmm. right, like your your father had passed away, mm -hmm. your brother had passed away. Not yet. Not yet. Your Not brother yet. had passed away. He passed yet. July of 2019. 2019. So yeah. so a year so even, I was, I was, I was probably. I mean, so that's seven months, so eight months, eight nine months into, into just it. writing, not even letting anybody know I'm doing this though. Right. I'm just writing. You know what I'm saying? How's how how's that tragedy, man? Mm. Prior and after you started really really writing, how how did that affect your art form and mm. where you was mentally? And what did you start writing about? I wrote a lot about death, a lot about death, a lot about loss. Um, but I would say prior to that, I was just, I felt like I, I was seeing something other than work, corporate America for the first time. That was me. It was the first time that I could feel like I was showing the world who Quez is, you know, mm -hmm. really not just like you, the accomplishments. I graduated. I'm this, I'm a father, I'm a son, I'm, but like, who am I at the core of it? You know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. the answer I'm still trying to figure out today. But, um, so before it was just like trying, like, okay, I think I can do it. But when my brother passed, I kind of, I had like such a breakdown that that was the only thing that made me feel okay. Mm. Even, and this is, you know, a lot of people probably won't understand this. I'm a father. I love my daughter to death, but I couldn't get that joy. I didn't get the joy from her. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It actually made me feel more pain because she knows her uncle. Right. She talks to me about her uncle. Right. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So. She, her, and the rest of my nieces and nephews had to experience that too. So I took a lot of that on myself, a lot. Mm. And I started doing a lot of self-destructive things to keep myself docile because I was so angry. I was so angry, bro. I, like, I was angry to a point um, I ain't been before. You know mm. what I'm saying? And that scared me because once you get there, you know you can get there. Right. And even to make the decision in my head to say, I know what I'm finna do because of that. Right. It, it wasn't no question about it. You right. did what I'm saying? Right. And to walk myself back from that, 
and the guilt that you feel because I got a daughter and I was finna throw it all away. Right. I got a family at home that I'm taking care of and I was finna throw it all away. Right. So it's layers. It's the it's the pain. It's the trauma. It's the anger. Mm-hmm. It's the guilt. It's so many layers to it because of the connections. I gotta look at my mom deal with it. Right. I got my other brother in prison and he's dealing with it by himself. Right. You dig what I'm saying? Everybody in my family was dealing with it. My my internal household dealt with it because how hard I took it. Right. So it made my relationship hard. It made it hard to be a parent. It made it hard for me to go to work. You know right. what I'm saying? I became a completely different person. Um, but musically, it just put something in me, bro. And, you know, from 2019 to this point, uh, recently I've taken a little more of a break or given myself more time to break. But as soon as that happened, I hit the ground running. And I didn't take time to heal. I didn't take time to grieve. I didn't take time to do nothing that I need to do for that. Right. I just put it all into this because that was the only thing making me feel okay. So I... Would you would you say even today, like you still not fully healed from that situation? Not at all. I don't think I've ever healed from anything because I don't know what healing is. I don't have a playbook. I'm mm-hmm. learning now um, because what I thought healing was is when I'm not sad about it anymore, I'm good. Right. When the when it when I can go a day and I didn't cry about it, I'm good. Right. And then the next week I take a complete dive and I'm rock bottom again. And I'm just laying there in my in my my thoughts, not showering, not cleaning up. Right. Not feeding myself. I got down to like 205 at one point. And I, at the highest, I was 295. Right now, I'm 225. You know what I mean? Right. But I got down to 205. People telling me, you look sick. My eyes always look a certain way. I was smoking so much. So my mouth, my face, everything just looked off about me. And I could see what I, the pain that I was bringing to myself. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah. Man, how did you, how did you bounce back and recover from that? Like, mm. was, it, was, it, was, it a, was it a support? You know what I'm saying, system? Was it you kind of just having to figure it out on your own? You know, a lot of people, you know, go to therapy. Like, mm. so, what, so what was your therapy? At the time, it was just the music. Mm. Music and marijuana. That's it. <laughs> That's all it was, music and marijuana. That sounds like I, a track right there. Yeah, it do. And it probably is going to be one. Yeah, I just caught that. You know what I'm saying? But that's all it was for me, man. And I just literally sat on my patio every day with my headphones in um, and just smoked and wrote. As much as I could until I couldn't, until I was tired. You know what I mean? And I'm a father. So just imagine right. I'm sitting out here on the patio doing this the whole time. You know, my right. daughter's been taken care of in the house and I'm just stuck. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And it, it made, it, that was a hard time, bro, for me because it's like, I want to do everything that I can, be there for everybody, which when it happened, I was. Right. And that's kind of what made me break so much because I didn't take that that second to just, see how check in with me and see right. how I was doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like because we're not taught that. We kind of just taught like suck it up, next man up, right. go play ball. You know what I mean? Right. And um that was kind of what happened with me over those following months. But the the raps became like even on nine, the first project, the entire project was wrote before my brother passed away. Mm-hmm. With the exception of one verse, the second verse of creeping at my window. You know, at first they would knock, now they ringing. That's how I keep heads. I watch the head when I done picked up some new demons through this little turbulent season. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Grieving, you feel me? So it's like it hit in a different way and it poured out of me and it made me more aggressive. I, I got to pour that aggression into something. Right. So I became like a gorilla on some tracks. I'm, right. you know, like I'm, that second verse on Creeping in My Window, I let it all out. Right. You feel me? And you can tell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Man, so you 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 two feet in now. You mm. all the way into music at this point. Yes, sir. Man, what is the responses that you're getting from peers, mm. friends, 
uh, just the just the streets, the community in yeah. general. Like, what a, what a, what is the re- what are the responses like? Like, like what grade are people giving you at mm. this time? What grade are you giving yourself? I don't even think I was grading my paper yet. I think I was I was still studying for the test, you know, in my mind. <laughs> yeah. But I put it out there like the first thing I done was a, a middle child freestyle with J Cole, and that I was just literally one day I'm finna go to the to which car. I heard the song and I connected to it because I'm a middle child. Right, me and I'm too. Like, Damn. Middle child, yeah. Yeah, that you know what I'm saying. So it's like I'm listening to him. I, did, I I honestly I probably got about halfway through the song, and I I said all right. I just stopped listening to him and I'm rapping in my head. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm looking for the instrument. It came out that day. Instrumental ain't out. Came out the next day. Went and got it, wrote it, recorded it in the car. And it kind of just like, it spread from there. Cause right. it's like, this is the first time people ever saw me in that light. People don't even, some people never heard me talk right. up to that point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like some people never even heard my voice right. or heard me just communicated with me, you know? So that was a shock to people. But it was all positive feedback mm-hmm. because what I was saying in there, it was more so people shocked. They was like, bro, that's, I know you. I know your people. You didn't tell one lie in that song. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell, you wrote, you wrote all y'all life story. My whole family was kind of shocked because they like, nah, that's true. That, yeah. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? All so right. it was all positive. And then I, Started doing a little more freestyles here and there. Mm-hmm. And then every one of them was still like up to par. So the streets was kind of just like, okay, quiz doing music. You yeah, know what right, I'm saying? Right. And that kind of carried on till the project came out. When the project came out, you know, my brother, he was locked up in the feds, mm-hmm. but he got to listen to it in there, passing it around to the inmates in there. So the day it came out, I got more attention from federal prison right. and people calling me and telling me, like, dog. One dude called me, he said, man, bro. I ain't listened to no music in probably from the last 15 years just because I don't like what they talking about. I don't like where the music going. But what you put in there, bro, he said, bro, that touched me, bro. You ain't mm. tell nothing but the truth. Keep doing what you're doing. So mm. you keep hearing everybody say, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Like, I, I felt like giving up before. I swear to God, I yeah. almost quit this shit a thousand times, you know, because yeah. it would be easier to just turn the blind eye to what, I, what I'm being called to do. Right. But that's, it's going to come back around. It's going right. to come back around. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And it's like, it ain't like your shit just always easy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? For sure. It's like, you get your trials and tribulations it's like anything else, and especially when... Like it's on you. You're mm. an independent artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta make you gotta make things shake for for yourself. And I'm still learning it. I think I was running that first leg on all adrenaline just from my brother's situation. Mm-hmm. And when I burnt out and I had to have a structured system for what I do mm-hmm. to be able to reproduce it, I couldn't. So it took me longer to put a video out. It took me right. longer. It took me a year and a half to roll out nine all mm. the way. You know what I'm saying? But that made me touch. It touched so many more people than it would have if I would have stopped that first month. Right. I started going. I went to L.A. out there passing out CDs. It's people out there actually listening to my music. Right. I'm sitting having conversations. They play it. They play it in their car in front of me. Right. Gang bang. You know what I mean? Right. Tatted. One dude just got out that day. Gave him the CD. He played it right in front of me. Came back. We was at Denny's. He said, "Nah, bro. You nice, bro. Where you from? Follow me and all that." So it's like that showed me that it wasn't a communal thing. Right. You know, my community can. Empower me because they won't, they're going to empower the, because they feel like you empower the community if right. you empower the person. You dig right. what I'm saying? But these are people on the other side of the country. You know what I mean? You getting, you, you back in it, you know, um, you, you traveling the West Coast, mm. passing out your CDs and everything. Mm. 
you know, you're coming back to the city, you know, um, and Nashville has a, a unique relationship with rap, hip hop, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, historically, for sure. Um, you know, that's the black period. Yeah, just black. Yeah, just Culture. anything blackness. black, blackness, mm -hmm. and you know, everything. I like to say, yeah. everything like we population wise, right? We're a white city, mm -hmm. but we're really a black city. You know what I'm saying? That's really, what, that's like, what, that's, then that's, I feel like the artist, there's so many artists preaching their message right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nine, yeah. that's what Nine was. It was just talking straight to blackness about yeah. living in this overbearing whiteness that we live in. Right. You know? And so being in music now, really, mm -hmm. really all the way in, mm -hmm. when did you start to realize like kind of some of the difficulties mm -hmm. of trying to pretty much like break through that country music? Yeah ceiling cloud and really like damn like I right, well, I know Memphis and Atlanta right down the street mm -hmm. but they artists ain't that they ain't like that just they it ain't like they just conclusively just better, better than us. for sure for right sure. like that like so what so say like, damn what's going on here mm -hmm. and so when did you start to realize like this kind of this kind of vortex that all hip hop black artists yeah. have to kind of deal with here in Nashville? Way before I was an artist. Really? Like, I grew up in Nashville hip-hop culture going all the way back to South A Mafia. Right. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. My pops used to have boxes of South A Mafia <laughs> merch at our house. And my little brother stole a hat, South A Mafia hat, took it to the skating ring and got us pulled out because we was in there throwing up South A. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it goes back to that. But then I come up and I'm a, I am work in the street team for El Roda Boy. My Sophomore year of high school, so I'm wearing the L. Roadie Boy T-shirt, selling CDs. I'm seeing, I've been seeing the game the whole time, and I think once I started, you know, I came back to the city, and you know, me and Petty really kind of like, well, Petty, I came back to the city and was able to do the computer, you know, the website, net type stuff. So I was able to be around the conversations a little more. I was able to see the hardships that they have, like getting a venue. Um, just getting anything from that side, everything has to be in-house and created upon ourselves because we don't have access to the right. machine that is literally in our backyard. That shit is crazy to me. You know what I mean? So what have been some of the ways that you've seen or even done so yourself to navigate? Like just pretty much just straight out kind of just neglect mm. uh, discrimination yeah. um, that the industry mm. here the system here mm. has kind of just perpetuated? Mm. I was just honest from the jump. I ain't come out trying to make friends. I just told the truth of what I know to be true here from my experience. Mm -hmm. And I knew if I'd done that, I would speak your experience right. and anybody black's experience. Right. And they don't have to be from Nashville, but if they understand the Nashville culture, right. they'll know that he's telling the truth. Right. This is what we experience. And it goes beyond music. It's in politics. It's in the education system. Right. It's in policing. It's in housing. Right. It's literally every... And I learned about racism on many, many levels in college. At a, on a white campus in an African-American studies class. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Johnny Jones. He was my teacher. And he like, you know, that's the first time I heard about what fi white flight was. Right. It's the first time I heard about what gentrification was. Right. First time I heard about red zoning and all of these different things. And it's like, that made me think about, damn, is that going on in my city? And then right. when I came home, I learned the history a little more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I, I think from the jump, I was just, just trying to be honest and like inform us because I knew that once I learned the history of 
blackness in Nashville, I felt empowered. Right. You know, I felt more connect. I didn't feel a connection to the city. I felt connection to the people before. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now that I understand what really happened to us, how mm-hmm. this shit was stolen right under our feet. Right. How the cool was stolen right under our feet right. and capitalized on. It it made me angry, but it made me want to just tell more truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. be like, it's almost like vulgar, vulgar with the truth. You right. know what I'm saying? Blatant over like right. I don't care what how you feel about it, because we sometimes we we so hands off with racism, we try to be nah, we need to attack it. Right. Head on. Right. You know exactly. what I'm saying? It ain't nothing but a conversation. You may not agree, but once you hear me, you're gonna understand. Right. You right. Know? And, and you can you can disagree but understand somebody. For sure. Um for those out there that's watching and listening, it's okay to disagree, <sighs> but you can still understand. Bro, this time. God. <laughs> Man, they almost make you uh, you know, afraid to have an opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like I, I wholeheartedly believe that I might not agree with you. Mm-hmm. But I could understand where you're coming from if we have a conversation. And you and I'm and I'm open to listen. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can say, well, Quiz, yeah, I'm, I don't always agree with you, but based on what you've told me, I now understand the way why you feel the way you do and mm-hmm. have your opinion. For sure. And that's cool. And For vice sure. versa. Right? And that's all we should do as people. That's all. And not not me hate you because you think something different than right. me. That is crazy. That, that's bro. easy to do too. That's why people do it. It's easy. It's easy. It's real easy. It's easy to fall in line. It's easy to fall in line and it's it is hard to really challenge yourself and reflect mm. on your own lack of perspective mm. and exposure. Accountability. Accountability. Say, man, I, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't was know I that. was completely wrong right. about that. Or just want to listen, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people like to talk. Yeah. Well, most people were like, you know, you sit back and listen, mm-hmm. then you have a better understanding, then you can communicate whatever you choose to communicate in a more articulate way. Yeah. Where it can be a conversation instead of a, a debate or argument. Mm-hmm. Even if you do agree, you can mm-hmm. disagree, it can still be a conversation, a wholesome, healthy. Even it can still be tense. Yeah, it can be a healthy tense. Yeah, <laughs> um, and, and go on from there. Mm. And so, being in the core of the hip hop scene here, mm. what are some of the conversations that you've been a part of, of that you're hearing about, like where the hip hop scene is going, where yeah. the hip hop community, what should we be doing, how are people building together? Mm. Because I think um, it's powers and numbers, it's people power, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times Nashville. You know, within our own city and our own culture, mm-hmm. we always hear like, oh, people don't want to work together, mm-hmm. which I think is mostly mostly false than true. Yeah. Or, you know, people just want to do do stuff on their side of mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. And that, you know what I'm saying? That might be true and false. Yeah. But I feel like we hear all we hear about all the tension and, and how people don't want to work together or not want to work together work together because mm-hmm. that like that gets clicks and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But like I'm more interested in like how people build and to alleviate uh, that narrative and build mm. a different narrative and kind of what do you see that going? Yeah, I think everybody just realizes that like it's a hell of an opportunity right now. It's a hell. It's like it's a lot of um, attention on Nashville hip hop, and I feel like we were part of the ones who came up the first. Step. It's a renaissance. We've been calling we've been calling this Nashville hip hop scene a renaissance since. 2010, right. 2011, 2012, 2013. Like, you know, we was back then right. saying that it was coming. And that's when now it's blown up, blown up. We got the younger generations coming up that's got the literally dope artists. You feel me? Um, and, you know, I mean, there is some truth to like every some people not wanting to work with certain people. But that's everywhere, though. Yeah, that's with everything, everything though. That's right. okay. But I feel like from the main thing, I see you got, you know, you got people, you got, um, 
uh, who is it? You know, you got Tribe, you know, Third Eye Tribe. You got uh, Ten, you feel me? You got, um, what's the other one? It was just on the... Uh, Six One Tribe, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mix them. You got Six One Tribe, then you got Third Eye, and yeah, but you know, so you got these collectives of people who come together and they go further. They push the narrative, um, and I'm still trying to figure that out on myself on how to be a part of, just how to work with people because I'm come. I feel like I'm still a new artist, even though I've been doing this for the. I came out during the pandemic, right. so I didn't get to jump straight in it and go. And right. experience all this because the world shut down. I got to sit back and learn how to become a rapper and right. an artist and then how to put that together in the real world, you know. So, But, yeah, I, I think the collective idea or the collective identity is starting to shape itself. It's not a, it's not one sound. It's more just quality music at the end of the day. I think right. everybody makes their own quality of their own story, and we all can validate it because, you know, growing up here, the city's big and small. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So we all have a lot of the same experiences. Man, do you feel like <clears throat> I, I can't remember who said it, mm-hmm. but it was in it was in an article that I read. It was like, hey, Nashville doesn't really have a like a sound, mm-hmm. like a hip hop. Like we mm-hmm. don't like everybody's uniquely do it. We got a which which benefits us, mm-hmm. right? But I think it could also hurt us for sure. Um, that's my perspective mm-hmm. uh, because like you know I, a I lot of, a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of cities have like a like Atlanta. We know Atlanta sound. Mm-hmm. Memphis, we know like a, like a like yeah. And it seems like it seems like national sound. Like I feel like we battling a lot of times mm-hmm. because we have the quote unquote like like backpack sound, mm-hmm. conscious mm-hmm. like, and then we have street. Yeah, right. And, and those two, to those two, those two don't mesh yeah, well. Yeah, they don't. Even they don't. We, and we like I've tried it. I've been on certain. I I, I feel like I don't even want to say I'm on one side or the other. You know what I'm saying? I feel like. You might you, I straddle I, the line a little I, you bit. You in the middle. You know, I what would I'm say saying? you in the middle. Yeah, so it's like I can so I can be a part of this show or that right. show, and it can you know what I'm saying. Right. Um, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that you know we all grew up at the same centers. Right. You know we all got a brother that's a thug. We all got right. a cousin that's a nerd. <laughs> right. You know we all got a cousin right. that's an artist. We all, you know what I'm saying. We got all that. So and it's all coming from the same right. institution of Nashville that we know. Right. You know what I mean. So. Right. Um, yeah. I think, uh, man, I would I would like to challenge just our hip hop culture, man, mm-hmm. to like kind of look at like use the diversity for good, and like it don't have to be oh just because they a quote unquote backpack rapper, mm-hmm. like it ain't got to be no tension because for you're sure. a street rapper or for vice sure. versa because if we see it in the industry, mm-hmm. we see a Twenty One Savage hop on the J Cole song for sure, and he and switch it, it up, or yeah. we see a little baby hop on, like and they switch and they kill it. And, it, and like yeah. it's appreciated, or vice versa. Yeah. You see a J Cole hop on some like a, a money bag yo and go mm-hmm. ham. I mean, like mm-hmm. just really talk that shit. Yeah. Right. And so, I, man, I would I would encourage us to do the same thing here. Uh, I I don't I don't know what the I don't know what disconnect to point to for that reasoning. I think right. like even if you look, it's just a difference in mentality. I guess I would say. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can even look back historically. You got like W. E. B. Du Bois and the Talented Tenth. You know what I'm right. saying? And it's like the difference between the bourgeoisie and the, you know what I mean, right. and this and that. So it's like you got those. It, it, it even within races you have classes. Right. You have Malcolm you know X mean? and Martin Luther King. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, know? you got, but but they're both so necessary. You dig what I'm right. saying? So I feel like the backpack side is necessary because they're giving a voice to a kid who's gonna grow up to be a backpacker. Right. You know what I mean? The street side is necessary because they're giving a voice to a kid who's gonna come up in the streets. Right. And he, what the, what you saying is what he's saying. Right. And I hope, you know, when you know that as that side, you put more on yourself to empower that child rather than, you know, send him down a road right. of destruction. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 
And you know, ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can be both. All, can, I mean, yeah. I think we all are. Yeah. You know, that's the yin and the yang. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, especially when, like, 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 like me and you have similar upbringings where we've seen a lot. We have brothers that did a lot mm. and family members that did a lot, but mm. we didn't particularly like we like you automatically just in it. You so yeah. you gonna mix it and mingle, but yeah. you make a decision like ah, like I'm gonna pivot a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm about that, but yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot yeah. a different way. And so <laughs> yeah. that's why I think we can <laughs> don't yeah. now don't I no, don't get it confused mm-hmm. now. No killer. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Don't get it confused now. But it's like um um Check the jacket, you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, but yeah, but you can, but you can, but you can be comfortably in that, mm. in that, like you have your side. Yeah. Where your side is, you know, I fuck with y'all and I fuck with y'all. Mm. And really somebody like yourself can mm. bring parties together. Yeah. And say, hey man, y'all grew up with you, I knew you was doing that. I grew up with you too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like I think it'd be dope if y'all did something together. Yeah. You know. And I guess that's what it takes is just the people who see the connections that make sense. Or yeah. just, you know, each side kind of getting over their pride of the difference between us and coming right. together and see. Like, I would love to hear, like, Ski and Brown on a song together, dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would love to hear, like, you know, ABK Gates and, ABK Gates and a, a Mike Floss on a song together or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like those type of thoughts to me is like things that I always saw. You feel me? Right. And the way that we make a collective. Cause, because, you know, we all are collective, but when we split them into two different ones, you're splitting the pot on people who even going to listen to one side or the other. You right. know what I'm saying? And, like, everything ain't for everybody. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Which is but, okay, yeah. But, but I think there's things, if, if you stand on this side, I feel like there are things over there that you would enjoy right. if you're being honest with yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And vice versa. And I think it goes back to, like, you can... You can I'm going to use myself as an example. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest Kendrick Lamar fan. For sure. Right? Shout out to him. Well, I am. I'm yeah, not right. speaking. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah so sure I'm not. Yeah. A, but, mm-hmm. but I can listen to his album that he mm-hmm. just dropped and, and appreciate the genius mm. and appreciate, like, man, like his his his, 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 his skill. Yeah. But also say, well, it's not for me sonically. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm more of a, you know, nah, headbanger. <laughs> and, you know, I don't yeah. want to snap my fingers like a spoken word. <laughs> I kind of want to jam. You know, that's just me. That's <laughs> just me. Brief but what is it? but <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Yeah. But I can go through and say, "Man, dude, cold." Yeah. You know what I'm saying. However, like I might not, he might not make my playlist. Mm. You know what I'm saying all the time. But I appreciate the work and I understand the talent because I appreciate. Yeah. I know music. I'm open enough to be like, man, like, yeah, he cold. Yeah. However, <laughs> I, I think it just comes when when you down it in the sense of like. Because I I deserve to have an opinion. I can say this because like if right. I listen to an album and I don't like it, I'm probably nine times out of ten not not gonna post and say I, I don't like this. Album. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just yeah. not gonna like it in my right. life, and I'm never gonna hear it again. And it may come back and grow on like a lot of albums. Yeah. To Pimp a Butterfly grew on me. Right. I feel like that's Kendrick's second best album. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. Arguably first, if you know. Depend on yeah. Depend, depend on, on who yeah. you ask. And I, like and like and like and that, and. And I think when it comes to certain people, like, okay, there's a difference between not liking something and being a hater. Mm, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Because, like I said, I can say, well, that, like, I I don't like it from how my ears attract music, but mm. I understand music enough. 
and appreciate music enough and art like man, yeah, man, that shit is good. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just not for me, but it's good yeah. music. Like yeah. I like millions of people are gonna enjoy this, right? That's now, all it takes. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> and that's different than me saying, oh, that whole shit trash. Yeah. Now, how, come on, Jerome. Yeah. Like, but I, I, I feel nice. like that falls along in the the like everything is to the extremes. The cancel culture. Everything <laughs> yeah. is to the extremes. It's like if I don't like it, I hate it. Right. And it's like ah, I mean, I might not like it, like it, but I don't hate it. Right. Like, you yeah. know, he's cool. It's cool for who it's for. You can know you can give props to people and not and not. Like them, that's what it comes down to. That's I feel like we should do that. Yeah. It ain't even got to be, you know what I'm right. saying? It's certain people, certain artists was like, I may not really enjoy their music, but I appreciate yeah. what they put into yeah, it. Yeah, Because as an artist, I know what it takes to put right. into it and develop what you just done. Right. You know what I'm saying? Man, and that's how, that's the approach I try to take with most things. Like, even if I didn't like you, yeah. Right. Even yeah. if I really just didn't like you, Quiz. If somebody, but if somebody asked me something yeah. about you. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna down your your excellence mm-hmm. because I just have a personal grievance with you. I'm yeah. like, nah, this shit. If they ask me specifically about something you did, oh yeah, that shit cold. Yeah, like you know, say quizzes, especially your black man. So I have a whole code that I follow in general. Mm-hmm. But like, it's, man, that shit good. Yeah, and move on. Yeah, I ain't gonna say that shit good. However, yeah, however, <laughs> yeah. because I just feel like yeah, I need right. to be heard. Right, right. nah. You know? So, but some people like you know this. The, that's just the floodgates are open. Now. Yeah, that's just where we live in, you yeah. know. And that even stepping into this, I knew that was a possibility. Like people might not like this shit, right? But I don't give a damn. I'm right. writing my even if it comes down to the point. Have people where, told you that, or have you read that, or had that something I, you seen? I, I probably had one bad, one bad reply that was from a show. Okay, but that was the only person that had that opinion. You okay. know what I'm saying? So, and that, but to me, that kind of gives me anxiety because it's like if all I'm getting is good. You know, right. feedback. How do I grow? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or am I where I need? Or why am I not progressing in a way that I should? If this is as good as y'all say it is, right? Or, you know. And then I start questioning myself because it's the rap is such an internal battle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Every decision you're gonna sit there and like, right. I'm gonna do it. Or you might sit there and ponder longer than that. You know what I'm saying? Man, what what what? I always like to ask artists, especially here in the city. You know, do you do you feel like you personally mm-hmm. um, kind of get the credit rep, um, that you deserve or the the recognition mm. um, for for what your talent is? Um, I don't even I don't even hang my hat on that. Okay, that ain't something that that's not the validation I look for. Okay, um, or I mean, so I would say from. Because I don't do it for for media outlets. I just done it in media outlets. Caught wind of it. But who I done it for, that's kind of what drives me to do it. The okay. people who are listening to it, the people who gonna get a better mm-hmm. sense of who Quiz is, but also may get a better sense of who you are because of the struggles that I'm telling you that I've been through right. and the shit that I had to. You know what I'm saying? Right. But um, you know, other than that, I don't, I don't really have. I don't feel like I how do you, have a. How, how do you measure yourself? Um, by my work output, okay. by what I'm by what I'm able to execute on. Okay. Not the idea, you know. In the beginning, I had idea after idea after idea after idea. Then it turns into, okay, I didn't execute that idea. So the idea ain't as important as the execution. Mm-hmm. But you can't have the execution without the idea. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit, man, because, you know, being a musician is not the easiest thing. It's not. Especially if you're not making hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars, mm-hmm. man. So take us through that independency of, Having to be everything, yeah. <laughs> right? And you have to be your manager. Mm. You have to be your 
be a media person, mm-hmm. your press person, your marketing person, yeah. and the artist. Yeah, yeah. you got to write the raps. You got to write the raps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to hit the videographer. You got to hit the videographer. Mm-hmm. You gotta, then you got to you know, book shows. Yeah. And, so take us through that, man, and kind of the ups and downs of that and mm-hmm. like how do you navigate that at this particular time and, mm-hmm. and kind of where do you see yourself, where do you want to evolve to at some point? Yeah. Um, I feel like, what was the first part of that question? Like you kind of split up into yeah, two. Yeah, so the first part is that like as an independent artist, the mm-hmm. independency, okay. like how do you navigate all the components that come with being an independent <laughs> artist? I'm still struggling with that, bro. A lot of things right now because um, I'm not just... The music is more of my outlet. Right. The the formatting it and putting it together is more of the responsibility of the calling that I feel like I have right. to do this. You know what I'm saying? And I've shunned that calling for a long time. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, but as an independent artist, man, it, it ain't for the weak at all. You know what I'm saying? You're going to spend a lot of money. You're going to lose a lot of time with people that you love. You're going to lose friendships. You're going to lose relationships. Things are going to get strained. Um, you know, I have so much as to myself asked, why did I do this before? You know what I'm saying? Right. And had that type of struggle with myself. Even though it's something that I love, I've hated it to a point. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I remember who I was before this. I was a better texter before I was, a, before I was an artist. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was a lot more responsive. I was a lot more available. So this was the first time I gave myself to myself. Mm. fully with something you know what i'm saying for myself you dig right. um and as end of, like man it's just it it you just got to want this shit at the end of the day you know you really got to because ain't nobody going to call your phone and say okay well how this looking how this looking when everything is formatting from you and then you got to make the call right. you got to push the initiative you know what i'm saying right. you got to make you got to it, it, it's just a lot more work you know what i'm saying it's a lot it's like reading the book versus the audio book right. you know what i'm saying the art, the the um the reading the book is different when you when you're an independent artist you just you it's that's how much time it's gonna take right. every single word you got to learn this shit so that you because you might get you gotta write the it. book and read it you got to write the book and yeah to print it you got to market it you got to brand you got to come up with a brand to sell it under like it's it's never ending man you know what I'm saying but it I think that kind of to me makes it exciting because I didn't know what this side consisted of so I challenge myself all the time I get to challenge myself in this and be like is this for me you know what I'm saying I know I like it I know I love doing it I know people enjoy me doing it but is this for me can I form my life to still be able to do this comfortably in my household and not be in disarray because I'm choosing to pursue something you know what I'm saying can I align this with my life and fit them seamlessly you dig and I think in far as independence, that's been the hardest thing for me. It's just mm-hmm. how do I still show up for who Quez has to be and who Quez Cantrell has to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Man, what have you learned about yourself that you didn't know about yourself during this journey? Um, I have a very big problem internally with self-talk and self-doubt. I think the self-doubt. And I, that's the one of the things that I, because sports came easy. School, it was hard at points, but it, you know, in, in some, it was just the work. You know right. what I'm saying? It came easy. This was the one thing that I've been, I'm so, not even, I have been so unsure of that I've even thought as to like, 
should and I'm just question myself, should I be doing this? Mm. Is there something else I can be better serving doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? We, right. You done heard the man, we got we got enough rappers. We gotta, you know what I'm saying? And but I feel like what I need to say and what I have to say, it has somebody that needs to hear it. You know what I mean? What what makes you different? Like what like cause going to that, right? Mm -hmm. There's like a a plethora of artists, right? Yeah. Especially in Nashville, right? Everybody, people literally move here to be musicians, sure. to be artists, right? All the time, every day. Every day, right? <laughs> and so, what sets you apart from mm -hmm. like your counterparts and your 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 peers in this yeah. art form? I think just my journey and, you know, I want to say my story, but like I ain't the only one that got the story I have. Right. I ain't the only one that's got the pain I have or the dynamic of the pain that I have. Um, I would say just my journey to getting to this point and how... Um, that couldn't be predicted. You know what I'm saying? That I dropped my first project literally when I turned 30. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think just the fact that I came up through doing web development. I came up through a service. You know what I'm saying? Right. I came up through helping people. You know what I mean? Right. And that's how I made the connections. Um, I think, yeah. I'm like, I gotta ask, I gotta ask all gotta ask all artists this for question. sure. Where you rank yourself? In what? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. I mean I'ma say yeah. I'ma say we're gonna keep it middle Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Even though we know people listen to your music all over the country. Mm -hmm. What do you rank your what do you rank your art form and what you do, how you do it, in whatever lane you feel like you're in. Mm. Where do you rank yourself in that as far as compared to other peers in that art form, in that lane, um, mm. to what you do? I don't really rank comparatively. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that's the... Competitively, not comparatively. Competitively. Um, where do you rank yourself competitively? Because it's a sport. Yeah. Like anything else, right? Yeah, for I, sure. Like, for so sure. I know, like, I want to be the best at this yeah. community conversation. Mm -hmm. This, yeah. like, and if somebody asks me, "What do you rank yourself?" Whether I believe it, whether mm. whether whether it's true or not, I'm probably gonna say, "Well, I don't think nobody's doing it better than I'm doing yeah. it at this current moment." Mm. But I think it's other people that I still have some learning to go. I, for sure. I might not be the best in the world. Yeah. But I'm I'm getting it right. Yeah. So from a competitive level, right? Mm -hmm. If you just like you know what I'm saying, be honest. If you honest with yourself, like yeah. Jerome, I'm, this is where I'm at. Like, yeah. what, what what would that response be? Um, knowing all the other talent that's out there, for sure. right? Which is you know, I mean, I think I'm up there with the top. Okay, especially in the city, it just you know, right. it's more about attention and numbers and analytics. Right. But taking you, all that away, when you look at the art form, right. I don't I don't think there's many artists in the city that have done what done it in the way that I've been able to do it right. and just um, kind of come up in the way that I've been able to do it. And right. even like, I feel like I'm just the only me here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like everybody should feel that way. But I, I mean, I feel like at right. what I do, I do it uh, with the best. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I'm going to be honest, then that's not just here. But that that comes with the confidence in that comes with if I'm doing the work. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I'm doing the work, I can sit here because I know what's coming. You know right. what I'm saying? I know what's coming down the pipe. Right. So it's like, I can say I'm here, but this I'm trying to go. It, right. it, it, it ain't really about, I'm, I'm just trying to take this and um, help people, man. Create jobs, that type right. stuff. You so know so I mean? yeah, ultimately, what, like, what is your, what is your, what is yeah. your goal? What is your, what is like the, like if you, if everything is in a, was perfect, mm -hmm. right? 
which we want to get as close to that as possible. For what sure. is a perfect scenario that you have laid out for yourself mm. and what you can make happen for others, mm. you know, based off what you do with your music? Um, a label is okay. one of the things. I always I feel like I'm I'm in a position to where I could do that. Right. I could help other artists coming up. Um so that's that's really what I want to get into. You know what I'm saying? The the label side of the really just the business side and understand okay. that. Even as an artist, I still don't have that full understanding. I'm right. learning as I go. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um man, fully being able to fund my 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 life now. Right. And my future, you know what I'm saying? Right. To be able to secure my family and the people around me and all the people who collectively come in to, to make whatever this product is that we have happen, you know. What does Quest Cantrell need to make that happen? Like, mm. like what, what type of support resources? Because, again, like, we, mm. all, we can't do it on our own. Yeah. Right? And there might be somebody watching and listening to this that might say, shit, like, I have I have something I have resources I have support. It's something that I can mm. help that young man, mm. you know, get further in his purpose. It's information. All, okay. That's the only thing I could use is information because, okay. um, I mean, other than that, you know, everything would be a boost. You feel right. me? Anything yeah. brought in would be a boost, especially if you have a skill. You right. know what I'm saying? Or right. you have a network. Anything to come in like that would help. Um, but I think just collectively. Finally putting the pieces together for a team. Right. Who's this team and what does everybody do and what do we bring to the table and how do we collectively... Because right now, it's just it's me, I call, I want to do the right. session, boom, and putting it together like that. Right. But to come together as a team and collectively grow whatever this is that we're growing and give people opportunities that they can go on mm -hmm. and do something else that they're the boss of. You know what I mean? Like, that's really it. Just to grow up more bosses out here. Become a boss and grow bosses. Okay, bet. Man, so I want to give you a chance, man, to, to to just touch on anything that we might didn't address, you know what I'm saying, uh, throughout the interview at this point, man. Anything mm. that you want to that you want to leave folks with, man. For sure. This is Mental Health Awareness Month, you know. So, um, I guess I would touch on, you know, the last EP I dropped in the rough. And uh there's some honest music on there, man. I, I find it hard to listen to now. You know what I'm saying? To, um, because it's just so honest and vulnerable. And sometimes, you know, even a person who's good at vulnerability may cringe at having to be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Because it's an uncomfortable feeling. Um, so, but that project was all about, you know, I was going through a lot. I was dealing with a hard time. Still grieving for my brother. And this is two years removed from the time. Um, but I'm still pretty much in the same position of how I felt about that. Right. Um, so I just sat down and wrote about it, bro. You know, um, ended up getting laid off last May. So it was just like things were stacking up, stacking up. It felt like, and I had all of this pressure to produce music right. and to follow up nine. It's been a year and a half. I ain't got no music. I, you know, I felt the pressure from all of that. Um, and that project was really my like, sorry for the wait. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. Um, I want to give y'all music in the best form, but I'm just not a healthy version of myself right now. Right. I didn't even enjoy nine, and you know, I didn't, I didn't get the joy that I feel like I was supposed to because mm -hmm. I was just grinding, going, 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 right. head down. And I look up, and it's like I don't even like I, I enjoy. I mean, I appreciate what we were able to do, but I want to be able to enjoy my music. I want right. to be able to, you know, I, I want to 
make music about my healing and not my hurt so much. Right. Um, but right now you gotta get this hurt because that's what's right. there. And and the healing is in process. I'm right. like putting in the work to do that. And that's really what that song, that project was about, just really doing my shadow work, bro. You yeah. know, getting the time to myself. You know, my, my therapist asked me, who, who is Quiz? Right. And I started to name him a father. I'm, she said, no, that's those are roles. Right. Who is Quiz? Mm. Who is Quiz? And I said, I sat there for a minute. I said, man, I've always answered that question with that answer, with roles. <laughs> right. I didn't, I, I didn't even know who to tell I was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that made me sit down and really like go to war with myself. Yeah. And you know, that's because that's a slow process. It, right. it comes thought by thought. Right. They, you know what I mean? Healing is it's a journey, and it's one of those things where it's like, like I said, I used to think that once I felt better, I didn't. I'm right. good. And it's not that you're really trying to um, sew that sore up before you get another sore. Right. You know, I, I use this analogy all the time that, like, you know, imagine you got a house and um, it rains and you get a flood from the roof. You don't patch the flood from the roof. The house is, is next. T- it's gonna rain three three days from now. Right. There's more rain in there. It's gonna rain a year from now. It's gonna right. you never patch that hole up. That hole stays there. So you're you're still susceptible to um, the environment that's around you. Right. And then you got triggers, and then you don't understand these triggers. You don't right. understand all these things that you are dealing with, mm-hmm. and you get frustrated. Right. And when you get when you don't have understanding or you don't understand, you get frustrated. You lash out. Right. That's how hurt people hurt people. Right. You know what I'm saying. Um, and that's what that project was for me. It was just me letting people know, you know, nine, I came out, it was a little personal. I talked about myself a little, but I talked about the community around me, the right. tribe. That was talking about how I felt about interacting with the tribe over the years and right. all the pain that I had to endure. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, nah, that was a, that was a hard album. I, 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 I would encourage people to go, go check it out and depending where you are, right? And yeah. I think I, I had told you this, depending uh-huh. where you are, like, where you are in life, mm-hmm. like your your track for your life might start at like five. Yeah, like so mm-hmm. that was the that was kind of the unique thing yeah. that I <laughs> got from it. Yeah. Like it's like because you're like okay, I'm not at track one. Mm. Okay, but you may but, be. But you but you may be, yeah. or you or you have already experienced it, mm. right? And you may be at the last track. And so that's what I, that's what I really loved about it, man, because you it, it like you took us through your evolution, mm. right? Mm. And while yeah. I was in it. While you was in it, mm-hmm. allowed us to go through our revolution and point point where we were and reflect. Mm-hmm. Right, man. So that's man, that that was like it was it was therapy, man. Yeah. It was like it was it and like and I like the I like that mix of like 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 that that jazzy, mm-hmm. like but you had some like some head noggers yeah. in there too. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar I like, should have took some I like, even with my the EPs, I don't like it. I don't like it to sound uniform. Yeah. Like I, I like to show range. Like yeah. you know, nah, you, online, none of it sound the same. In the yeah. rough, no song sounds the yeah, same. Nah, you know what I mean? nah. But they and, all and, come from me. And, and I told you, like, I, shit, I knew you was good, but I know you was that good. You know what I'm <laughs> and that man, what's so crazy is like, that's what gets me excited because people don't know what I have. Right. Yeah. People don't know what I got in the bag. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's so what, what you got coming, man? What's like we got like what you what, what, when, when can we be expecting something yeah. else? You know what I'm saying? Don't make us wait another year. I ain't, have. I ain't, this year, the okay. album is coming this year. Okay. I, I started recording the album 2018. Um, was probably when the first songs were recorded, 
And then ever since then, I've just kind of wrote songs. You know, when I write a song that sounds like it aligns with the message of the album, right. I'll see does it sonically fit in the mix? Right. Um, does it make sense with the story that I'm trying to tell? Right. You know. And so right now I'm just in that process. I got it. It's I got the, I, I listened to it on the way here. So it's like I got the rough done, but we right. got to get like. That's what. That's another uh, reason I called the EP in the rough because like I had the rough version of the right. of the project. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like I'm in the rough with the right. album. You know, sorry for the wait, right. but like, all of that kind of aligns together. But man, yeah, I'm excited about this. You know, yeah. and uh, I'm saying it's an album, but it really is just my first full length. You know okay. what I'm saying? I mean, it takes. Okay. It's enough. It's more. It's more. It's more than than the first two EPs combined. You know. Oh. Okay. So yeah, all and right. it's it, the features. It's some it's okay. some features on there. Okay. All you know right. what I'm saying? Hey, it's, man, one day, I'm trying to get a feature on the track, man. Got to get like. Man, I, 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 yeah, I mean, listen, bro. I, I, listen, let I, me I, do I, an I interlude do. or something. I don't know. I I need to be on something. Man, you just put a bug in my. already know we can make it happen, bro. I need to be on something collectively. Yeah, I can see that. We definitely okay. make something happen for sure. Hey, oh, uh, because you know I talk blue everything he knows. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Blue, man. Shout out to Blue. That's my oh, he recu- he done the session for one of the songs on okay. the album. You okay. know what I mean? So right. yeah, I went out there and worked with him for a little bit. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So got to get in the big studio. Okay, yeah. Hey, with man. the vibe. Hey, you know yeah. Mean? Hey, man. Yeah, blue man. out there doing his thing. Yeah, he when he come back home, I'm gonna I'm gonna get him on here too. Man, you got to. He don't talk. Oh, yeah. He don't talk at all. <laughs> you know, you'll never know who he right. is who he is. Um, now, I got some stories of Blue. I might expose all his, all his dirt. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man, where can people find your information? How can people reach out to you, man? Yeah. Um, if they want to contact you, mm-hmm. whether they want to book you for a show, do a feature with you, or just find out more, like just find your music. Yeah. So, you can find my music, anything, um, my merch, all of that at quizcan.com, Q-U-E-Z-C-A-N.com. Um, shirts, CDs, you know, whatever, anything that I'm selling right now, you can find on there. You can also get the links to all my music from there. Social media, you can literally just type Quiz Cantrell, and the username is at Motivated Quiz, M-O-E underscore Tivated, T-I-V-A-T-E-D, Quiz, Q-U-E-Z. So, ah, and, man, I always think about change. Every time I got to tell somebody what my – my IG name yeah, is. I think long, about man. changing. That's kind of long, but I, it, it's been that. Like I don't, I, I don't think I can change that. That's that's the identity that I've created. You know what I'm saying? You can always change. I mean, you can, you can. You, but you know, the longer right. you wait, the harder it'll be for people to adjust. For but sure. Like you could just today or, go in and say, or I can just make myself so big that they'll know. Oh yeah, that, quiz, that too. You know what that, I'm saying? That, that too. So it's like you know, that easy, too. Right? Yeah, 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 that yeah. either or, right? <laughs> for but sure. man, um, quiz man, I appreciate you taking the time, mm-hmm. man, and um, just talking about your journey, talking mm-hmm. about what you got coming, man, and and um. Look forward to having you back, especially when your project drops. Sure. Talk more about that, and just to talk more about what's going on musically in the city. In the city. I, I feel like yeah, the city. It, yeah, there's so many it's layers. So many layers, yeah, man. Yeah. And um, and I'm, I mean, I can. I'm gonna I'm do something where it's a collective for y'all in here, man. Mm, we can talk like to. a real, like I have to. a conversation for real, man. Because I feel like as you know, what I'm saying me being me having this platform is part of my job too. If I can bring folks together. And had these conversations together, and people who may not, you know, be in the rooms together all the time, mm-hmm. they might know each other and, For sure. and start. And you know what I'm saying? Collaborate that way too, especially people that's that's natives from the city. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I we all got to get yeah, together. We all, we all having the same conversations right. in different places. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we can bring those yeah. conversations together exactly. and make a collective and voice. 
Man, you know, right, exactly. We man. can't do nothing but we can't do nothing but win. We're gonna yeah, win. Man. We we're gonna oh, win. We, we're gonna win. Yeah, come we together. That's right, yeah, we know gonna, we, we, we know go. what the solution to all this shit is. Right. We, the, we the solution. It ain't right. about them. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? They gonna do what they supposed to do, but we the solution. You know what I mean? I wanna say thank you, bro. Oh man. Like, you know, <laughs> thank you, bro, for this platform. I, I no. know, you know, this ain't this hasn't been hard for you to pursue. I mean, this hasn't been easy for you to pursue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even the journey that you had to take yeah. to collectively become right. world travel, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Lived in other countries. All that, say all that. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah, go ask me a question. Okay. Do we do we have time? To yeah, ask yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. So, cause I was thinking about this. You lived outside of America as a black man. Right. right. What is that experience like? You know what I'm saying? Is How much it... time we got, man? <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Man, like, so in short, in short, man, um, so I've lived in China. Mm. I lived in Costa Rica. I lived in Paraguay. And I lived in the Philippines. When mm. I say lived, I've lived in yeah. the communities. Like, not no tourists, wow. not no resort. Like, like I'm living amongst the people, right? Mm. And so what I've learned um, is that one my blackness initially was never associated with American. Mm. It was always associated with a specific another mm. either the continent of Africa or like Cuba or Afro Brazilian mm -hmm. um, or something like that, right? Mm. And so what I realized the most, man, I think is that all of our black experiences are different, mm. right? And people don't really know much about our experiences like we think they mm -hmm. do or they should, yeah. right? A lot of it just coming from like propaganda. Mm. Uh, or like movies and things like mm -hmm. that, but man, I realized man, I just really had to be more intentional about expanding my my community bubble because when you just grew up in North Nashville, mm -hmm. your whole life it's a bubble. Your exposure, mm -hmm. your your perspective is limited. Yeah, and so what that traveling did was it expounded my exposure to allow me to think differently mm -hmm. about people, about community, yeah. and really be able to understand and be a listener, right, and be a learner, mm -hmm. right. And know that, like, man, they like everybody can face the same issues, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. And it's just so much more than just my own city, my own state, my mm -hmm. own community that I want to touch, that I yeah. want to feel, yeah. that I want to know whether I agree with it or not. I want to just be able to to see it and witness it. To and know talk, it's real. To know it's real, and to just talk to other people like they speak different languages and they're going to communicate things differently, mm -hmm. man. And so, like, like. And your blackness plays a role in that, right? Mm -hmm. Because you like, well, okay, like that color. What do they think about just darker skin? The people. How does that relate to their culture? Yeah. How does my? How do I get privileged from that? Mm -hmm. Right, my American black mm -hmm. American privilege. <laughs> like so, so all of these things I'm collecting and learning about doing this journey, man. Mm -hmm. And it just really the best thing. I really could have done because if I didn't do like Peace Corps, didn't leave, I wouldn't be doing the work that I. I yeah. don't think I would have had the mental capacity to be able to do the work that I'm doing and mm. have conversations because I think I just would have been limited. Yeah. Like where I could buy, whatever I could think about cognitively because I've only going I've only got only one. think as far so, as you seen, seen or you know, know or experienced right. for sure. Right. And and so man that exposure just really just man and it, mm. and it just changed me, man. Yeah. I, I can't look at, I don't look at anything the same. For sure. And I always look at things from a different angle about like people lived experiences mm. and not just based on their skin color mm -hmm. or uh, like their gender, anything like that. Man, like what have, what have you been through? And that's yeah. why I like on this, man, I'm exploring humanities mm. just through a social justice and a community power building lens. But yeah. I'm an explorer. For sure. I'm exploring people's lives and what happened to make them get to this point? Mm. Because I know like that's a big part of it on why you may feel a certain way about something. For sure. And I think if we could mm. just do more of that as a community, mm. as a group, as a people, as a culture, and be intentional about it, like I need 
if I'm from out north, I need to go to West Nash. Mm-hmm. Or I need to connect with the with the Curtis folks. Mm-hmm. Or I need to connect with the white folks. Yeah. Or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like we need to be intentional about that. Yeah. And that's what traveling and all those people, all those places allowed me to do and mm-hmm. and, and really understand like that's where it's at, man. I can only like, imagine. Man, and I've seen so much, done so much, and I've did and I I went to all those places doing community work mm-hmm. and I had to figure it out, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't come from no like I was the first one in my family to ever do anything like mm-hmm. that. Right. So I had to figure out how to do it and then mm-hmm. once I did it, how to leverage it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this is this, this is this yeah. is what's at, man. Man, that's what's up, yeah, bro. Man, so. That's what's up, man. Thank you. Thank <laughs> nah. you for taking the voyage <laughs> nah. and bringing it back. Nah. Bro. Oh, I man. can only I can gotta because everywhere I went, you know, I'm ripping Nashville. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, but you gotta take care of home. Yeah. And it would have been easy for me just to be like, oh, I'm going to stay in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got papaya, coconuts yeah. in my backyard. You know, like literally, <laughs> a beach is a five-minute walk. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm down the street to where they shot Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, though, this is real life. I'm seeing humpback whales mm-hmm. jump out the water. I'm Damn. swimming with a pod of 300 spotted dolphins. Wow. I'm swimming with them. <laughs> and I'm from North America. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> like, my, bro, right, my mind, right, I couldn't even. Right. Like, so, but I. What what made me even think I could do this was like in 2018 I started traveling, but I grew up with traveling anxiety from a a, a bus my one of my buses catching on fire. So it's mm, like yeah, yeah, you know I but that expanded yeah. my mind. I had never thought about myself in relation to the world. Man. I just thought about my and I had a teacher, Miss Huntington. She said um, be the change. She told me be the change you want to see in the world. Tenth grade and that you know what I'm saying it, it it made me think about. Not just who who is quiz here, but right. who is quiz period. Because wherever you go, you're who you are. I want to take this global. Yeah, like this is I want to do it. For, I want to do it for the city. Yeah. and let like this be the foundation to be a core and like build a platform to mm-hmm. where you know I can put other folks on to have other voices that speak to different audiences mm-hmm. and build that out. Mm-hmm. But I want to go. I want to have these conversations in China. I want to yeah. have these conversations in all the places I live because mm-hmm. culturally. They're gonna have a different perspective and mm-hmm. view that I want other people to get exposed to. For sure. Right? Around the world. Like you had these tech talks, why can't we can't have deep dish conversation talks? Deep dish talks. Deep dish convos. Like so we gonna cook the up. Way. Oh, it's on the way. It's, it's on, on the way, way, man. So no, man. I can go on all day about this. For sure. And so, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna do an interview soon, man. Yeah, we're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna get into it. For sure. But nah, man, uh, I appreciate you, fam. Man. Yeah, thank Until you for having time. me, nah, bro. You're welcome, man. Yeah.